all you lovely people, my name is Erin O'Leary and welcome to the fourth episode of The College Report, a podcast series discussing the realities of college and university as well as life generally post-secondary school. Today I am here with my lovely friend Nora Vesky. Nora and I, oh, hello, (laughs) Nora and I uh, went to school together in Bandon and yeah, we've been friends for about five years now, I think, must be. Yeah, since third year? Yeah, well, since I moved to the school, Nora instantly decided, yep, that one, I'm being friends with her. (laughs) I grabbed her up. Yeah, sent me a message on Facebook, like, my second day of school, I don't think I'd even, like, properly met you yet, and you were like yeah hey how are you (laughs) (laughs) everyone thought she was an emo i was just making sure (laughs) (laughs) oh to be fair before we launch into nora's experience with plc's and now university um i just want to briefly touch on the whole topic of the leaving cert being postponed this year due to Mm covid19 like damn oh god i i feel so sorry for them i don't know how i would react if i was them leaving say oh i I almost feel like i kind of be thankful (laughs) yeah i know it's like almost taking away your summer yeah but the stress right now because Mm. of the pandemic like people's mental health is not good to be studying like at the moment i i would not be able I know, but it's it's still like it's just prolonging it, and then like a month, and then they're like a lot of them would normally go straight into college, and like you would not be able, you would not be able. They're putting a lot of stress on everything happening very very last minute, because like imagine finishing your exams and then having to go through the whole CAO process and not being able to like relax Mm. and you know but like what i was saying is it's just or what i was thinking was that it's just gonna have so many like knock-on effects as well like remember like our deb's was like the first week of august yeah like yeah i wonder if they're gonna like are they gonna have to go like dublin style deb's in like october or something (laughs) like yeah it is very awkward. Yeah. Them. I mean but at the same time it it I think it is for the best. I'm yeah. I'm glad they're not doing it now cuz at least now they have time mm. after the pandemic is, you know, settled down, everyone's getting used to being more like mentally stable because anxiety right now is at an all-time high for a lot of people. And like having the anxiety from the pandemic and then having anxiety and stress from studying and the leaving stage, I just don't think that's a good mix for them. Yeah. The only thing though is like, just, yeah, I feel like it's like what um, I saw one girl, like she must be, I think she was a leaving cert student, like saying was that, saying, they should have offered they should do predicted grades for everyone and then offer people the chance to sit their leaving cert in august if they're not happy with their predicted grades yeah yeah i honestly yeah i feel like i really i would agree with that yeah i think that would work better i feel like 
Yeah. I feel like the just they don't want to do I don't know, I don't think they want to go through that um extra effort of doing like let's say half of people in exams and half of people doing predicted grades. I think it gets messy. Yeah. Because but I know a lot of people you know, they don't really study until the very like last minute as well. Mm. No, I mean I was the same. I mean if like in my leaving cert, my mocks I went up about 60 points or something between my marks and the leaving mm-hmm. cert, I think. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Like, I was definitely... like... I was insane. definitely a very last-minute studier. But then, then again, like, I know other people, like... Like, uh, my friend Rachel was saying, like, at this point in the leaving cert, like, she had been studying for so long and she was so stressed that, like she like she would not have been able to handle like another two months yeah yeah i get that so there's yeah i suppose there's pros and cons but i most people don't seem very happy yeah i mean it's it is very different for everyone i suppose yeah i know the uk's it is a tough thing to go through yeah the uk's cancelled all their exams actually they're doing predicted grades yeah but then they always do predicted grades like that's what like they have like a predicted grades like that's part of their like college application thing so i feel like if we did like we were like if leaving so students were aware of anything going wrong i think our education system sort of I think after this, they sort of need to have mm. that sort of uh, a backup plan. Yeah, Because exactly. if they did have... Because then during the leaving cert, you could be doing, you know, focusing on doing well just in case it's predictive, do you know? Yeah, no. Or just like, I think what our whole thinking? like college entrance system needs a, a rework anyway. Just like the fact that yeah, it's completely based on numbers is a problem in itself yeah not only that but you a lot of teachers and I feel like a lot of secondary schools put uh, a lot of pressure on people to put higher CAO points for courses at their top and not what they actually want I have a girl in my course, actually, she went into architecture at the start of the year because it was higher points. And she said she just put it as a first just because. Um, And she ended up hating it because it wasn't really what she wanted. It was her second choice. And once you get your CAO, you know, offers, you can only take whatever you're given. Yeah, you know, almost unless you differ but like imagine getting your first choice and wanting to go to your second you can't do that oh no you know you can't go down that's the thing like people have like such um not people like teachers have like such a some teachers not all teachers have a such a weird idea Mm -hmm. of like these high points courses in universities and like that's the be all of end all and you yeah. have to go straight into them but you know well that's what we're going to be discussing today is yes yes we are your experience because 
um yeah like I know you didn't take you didn't go straight into what you're what course you're doing now so um you did the leaving cert like we were in school together so we both did it in 2018 um what that seems like so long ago now oh my god (laughs) um what an experience yeah (laughs) um I remember you did Spanish you did art what were your other two choice subjects again Spanish art history and history of course yeah we were we did actually yeah quite a lot of the Um, same subjects we did apart from wait did you do biology no I didn't do any sciences or businesses I was uh I was just a little creative bean in the corner like up (laughs) refusing yeah no I think there was only a few of us in the year who didn't do any science there was like only a handful I think it was very late until I realized that you don't have to do a science yeah (laughs) and I was already in it (laughs) yeah no but sure I mean I I definitely had like had like some like kind of resistance from the school when like they were like from the guidance counselor being like you're not gonna do any sciences or a business or anything really and I was like no I'm good yeah I'm fine there's (laughs) yeah there's there's too there's too much pressure on students to be doing um sciencey and businessy subjects when it's not suited towards them just because of money yeah it's ridiculous you're not even gonna make money in a sector that you don't like exactly you're not even gonna go into that sector yeah like if you don't like it you're not gonna put effort into it so you're not gonna be good at it so you're not gonna make money exactly (laughs) so like when was the last time i used anything in biology (laughs) (laughs) okay so anyway what did you do first mm. after leaving cert? What course did you do? Well, for my leaving cert, I didn't apply for the CAO at all. Same. I decided not to do that because um, I wanted to do a PLC in photography because uh, I was convinced because of our leaving cert curriculum that I am not an academic uh, student. And I'm more of a creative and practical person. So I decided to do something creative and practical, which was my hobby, which was photography. And uh, that was a big mistake. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I loved the course. It was, it was, I mean, I, I loved what we did. I, I mean, it's my hobby. Thoroughly enjoy it. But um I learned very, very fast that I am not a person who likes to do a lot of practical work (laughs) because, I mean, in our course, it was very much that it was like um, you had a very narrow time frame to be forced to be creative with with photography and, and loads of deadlines and the pressure that I felt from like having to be creative and having to deliver things with, you know, with barely any 
timeline. Like there's some days that we got assigned something on a Monday and we had to get it done on a Thursday. And that was a whole project, a whole photographic project, um, especially with film photography, because for us, we did different types of photography and that meant if we got assigned something on a Monday, we had to shoot it, then we had to process it in the darkroom, which takes hours and have it ready and perfect by like a Thursday. Yeah, I suppose that's what it would be like working as like a professional photographer, though. It would be those. Exactly. Those quick deadlines. Yeah, it was it was quite intense. And I realized very, very fast that that wasn't um what was really suited to to me yeah um but it was it was honestly because of the because of the leaving cert curriculum and the way we learned in the leaving cert I was just convinced that I was an academic yeah you know because what are you going to do when when you have to regurgitate information like the the thing about the leaving cert is you you learn something you don't question why anything is the way it is you don't have to understand it necessarily. You just need to know that what you're putting on paper is exactly what you've seen in your notes yeah. or heard from your teacher or read in a book. You don't think for yourself. You don't really, unless it's English, which was one of my favorite subjects and I did really well in English. And that was because, you know, there was creative writing, there was thinking, you had to you know, understand what you were writing about, otherwise it would be nonsense. Yeah, really. absolutely. No, totally. Like that, just how the Leaving Cert is structured is very, it's just, you just parrot everything out. It's just copy and paste. Um, but yeah, like it seems like doing that PLC, like really like, well, was a bit of an eye opener for you. I say like, very much. Yeah. Do you think if you'd gone straight into college, do you think you would have just been stuck, like straight into like a, what you're doing now? Do you think you would have still been just yeah. stuck in that whole I'm not academic leaving cert mindset? I, I feel like I would have. I'm really, really glad I took the year off because I think everyone kind of needs that time to like build on themselves. If you can do that in a college like environment perfect but I don't think I would have I had so much time last year um in my PLC course to to focus on myself and what I actually wanted to do in the future because I didn't have that pressure of actually being in that course and having to do well I just had my deadlines and then I could focus on actually finding out what I wanted in the future because I had no idea how are you supposed to know at what 17 what you want to study and and do for the rest of your life really yeah no like absolutely I think a lot of people need that year to like explore and stuff and a lot of PLCs do offer you like more like general like like um, there's ones out there that allow you to just like kind of do a bit of everything like you know exactly and I think yeah the the year out is a great way to kind of discover yourself in the same time as is studying something while still being you know uh, you know doing something. Yeah. that was a really bad sentence <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I know what you mean like definitely I think like I I look back on my like 
my year out and um you know though I stopped the PLC like I I kept going by like working and stuff but I almost wish I'd done like instead of dropping out like had uh like swapped over to something else you know like yeah. I could have done like a portfolio course or something but at that point you know by the at the point where I dropped out I didn't know what I wanted to do really so yeah, yeah. I, th- I think the worst thing about this whole like PLC situation is that like in secondary schools I don't feel like they really provide you with the information to do a PLC course yeah. Gu- guidance counsellors and te- like teachers always sort of direct you straight to college yeah and there's not a lot of you know accessibility in s- for students in secondary schools for other options yeah no definitely and I remember like being in class and I remember like being in guidance class and um the teacher like touching on PLCs and I remember one of the guys sitting next to me and just like laughing at like the PLCs and that's an attitude that a lot of people have because that's the attitude that's instilled into people. It is very yeah being in a PLC course or doing a PLC course is really stigmatized it's it's almost like it's the same reaction that people have to others doing an LCA. Yeah. We didn't have one. We didn't have one in our school. I didn't realize that they were a thing until last year. But it's so negatively looked upon and there's absolutely no need. And I think it is the lack of information. Yeah. And like. No, absolutely. And like. People put so much, like, focus on, like, complete, like, academics and stuff and, like, that whole mm-hmm. side of things and forget that, like, as a, that as a society, <laughs> we can't function without the practical things like, like, car mechanics, like, plumbers. Yeah, and you don't like, go to uh, an academic college for that. No. You have to do practical things for that. Yeah. Experience over reading. Yeah. <laughs> in that case. Yeah. Do you know? You know, like the core components of our society are those people that, that people look down on, like who do else like who do yeah. more like practical stuff. And like Exactly. So, you know, if that, like, to anyone out there, if that is the route you want to go down, just know that all these bitches would be lost without you. You know, everything would just fall apart without you. So, like, don't don't let them get you down. (laughs) Yeah. You are not unsuccessful because you chose a different route. Yeah. No, absolutely. And also there's so many routes to get like to where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Like in you know, there's so many people who like don't do as well as they want in the leaving sir and think it's the end of the world, but it's really not. There's like Yeah. Like there's so many access points that are hidden from you. Completely. They do not tell you about so many opportunities. Because the focus, I think it, it's very much a cultural thing in Ireland that you go do your leaving cert, you do well in your leaving cert, you tell all your neighbours mm-hmm. and your relatives about how well you did in it. 
and then you go straight to college. Yeah. And if it's not like that, it's it's looked down upon. Like, I mean, like, obviously I did, like, surprisingly well in my leaving cert. Still don't know why I pulled yeah. that off. Was rereading my history essays um, uh, last night, and I used... I, I don't know how I wrote those. I use words that I had to look up the definitions for. So, uh, <laughs> you know what? Same. I wouldn't be able to do half the things that I did for my leaving yeah. now. But like, I swear, like it was, I probably didn't even know the meanings of them then either. I just knew them, regurgitated it, regurgitated it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So I obviously did like very well in my leaving cert somehow and uh, like a lot of like my kind of extended family members were very surprised like that I was going to do like a PLC and like yeah like and they they weren't even like I wasn't even like it was a little bit like really but it was also like (laughs) they were like they said to me like oh you're gonna be like the smartest one they there by far and things like that and I was like what (laughs) don't stop (laughs) like because there was another guy in my class like my friend peter we got a few points difference Mm -hmm. and we were both both ended up in the same place yeah yeah in the same plc like it really doesn't matter like it's true i had a um my roommate from last year did phenomenal in the leaving search, she was extremely academic. She she was one of those A A students, like, and um, she chose to go into government, which is is maybe I think it's just under four hundred points or around four hundred points, and her whole family, um, she was telling me was just questioning why she go for a course with such low points, but. The points in a course aren't relative to how hard a course is or how well you can succeed. Yeah, no, I think that's what people get like really confused about and what teachers can be kind of crap of it at explaining sometimes is that the points do not represent the level or intensity of the course. It just represents the popularity of the course. The popularity, yes, exactly. And for for um, courses like, let's say, computer science, the the points for that is relatively low, like in the three hundreds, so that they could get more students into the course because the dropout rate is insane for it. So they want as many people to go into the course so that maybe <laughs> they'd have more people coming out of it. Yeah, and it is extremely difficult but it's not 500 points yeah no that's the thing like that's the thing exactly and and people in secondary school sometimes don't get that explained to them at all no you do you really don't unless you have somebody older or somebody like an older brother or sister or friends that are older you wouldn't know that yeah anywho um we haven't even touched on what are you doing? <laughs> what course what are I you doing currently now? doing? I am doing social science in UCC. So why did you choose to do that? Like, how did you go from photography to social science? <laughs> Big jump. Um, <laughs> well, I've always been quite 
interested in learning many things at once because I I don't know I had a breakdown doing the CAO um, or thinking about the CAO and leaving cert because I wanted to study so many things and I couldn't <laughs> um, and while I was doing the photography course um, my mom was really helping me research loads of courses that that could enable you to do that that wasn't um, arts where you have to drop subjects in second year yeah so for social science I loved it because it has psychology sociology economics and social policy with an elective of philosophy which is a core module in second year but for it's such a broad range and all of those modules are quite linked and connected and they're exactly I mean, I love society. I love learning about people and, and why people do things and how things affect others, you know. And so when I was looking at courses, social science really, really popped out for me because, first of all, you've got four or five modules that are insanely just like, oh, beautiful <laughs> for me. Um, I get sort of because I'm I feel like I'm quite even brained I'm not um I'm not incredibly like art, artistic and not mathematical at all do you know or I'm not mathematical and artistic um and for let's say psychology and sociology it's a lot of thinking where you have to like understand things and then there's economics which is quite businessy and um but it also applies really really deeply into our society yeah and so I like numbers, but I also like understanding and the whole course just rounds off as this perfect like yeah. no, balance for me. Because I remember like last year, um, you like throwing around the idea of doing like a business course or something. And I was like, yeah. what? It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, I, because I don't know if it's still the case, but I know you were interested in going into like counseling, but you have to be like a certain age to do that yeah um um i've decided now this is my mindset right now um i'm really i think for me the social science course it's three years long but for me the course itself is is almost like a basis of what i want to do in the future of understanding and and just educating myself I have more of a desire to go into sex therapy now oh, very because I realized it's it's such an important thing in yeah. our society. Um, but I realized with counseling, there's just things that things that trigger me, even after going to counseling myself um, and trying to overcome them. There's things that still quite trigger me, and mm. I feel like I wouldn't be putting myself in like a healthy position if I was to for the rest of my life listening to people having those problems although I love helping people yeah I don't think it would be healthy for my mind yeah. to go through that and so I decided that I kind of want to go into sex therapy because then I'm still helping people but I'm also not you know, I'm also taking care of myself yeah. in the process. No, counselling and therapy in general, all areas of it, I say, is like, yeah. it's a real hard area to be in because mm -hmm. you have to be 
emotional enough you have to be emotional enough to like understand people and be able yeah. to help them and like comprehend what they're going through but That's you awesome. also like you need to be strong enough and in a good enough mental state to be able to, to support them without yourself mm. like without it being detrimental to yourself exactly exactly and i feel like for for counseling especially you as a counselor have your own counselors so you could you know talk things through and and make sure that everything's fine but i i had like a really bad experience in secondary school around fourth year where i was always helping other people but not taking care of myself and it's a balance that you kind of have to mm. find and i found it in my daily life but I feel like with counselling, it would be really hard to to balance that. Yeah, definitely. For me personally. Yeah, no. Well, it sounds like um, like the way this the way you were talking about the subjects in your course that it sounds like it gives you a nice like broad base that like you can yeah. launch off of into. Obviously, it's still it's still like just one area it's still like just to do with yeah. society and people and all that's encompassed mm-hmm. in that but it's still like broad enough that you can kind of like change your mind and really exactly you can really yeah. pin down what you want to do exactly and it, it's it's all um humanities and I know in the future I want to go into humanities anyway or anything to do with humanities so it's it's quite ideal for most people to do a social science course and then go do a master's or a postgrad or a conversion course even into something that's that's more directed or, um, you know, out of something that they want. So with your course, um, I know you talked about with photography that there were like really short, like quick deadlines and stuff how have you found the workload in uh social science in ucc and like what's the type of work like in comparison more to secondary school because obviously it's very different Mm -hmm. to photography and it's obvious that (laughs) how different that would be i have to say point blank one thing leaving cert is unlike the curriculum and how you work is nothing like college i you know, I have so many friends this year who just came out of Leaving Cert and they were so shocked that it you have to think for yourself. Mm-hmm. The workload in UCC, because it's a very academic and, and research-based college, it's a lot of assignment work. So for our assignments, you know, you get given a title, you, you get given like a topic and you have to research that yourself and formulate opinions and question things and you know do things like that and that is the most ideal situation for me because that's exactly how I like to work yeah um and I got that idea from how I was in the leaving cert with English um because I did really well in English English was like my top subject um because you had to kind of think about you know those books understand where like what poets were saying and stuff you kind of had to have your own mind about yeah it. no definitely I think with English in the Leaving Cert is one of those 
few subjects that you can do well with the regurgitating but like in yeah. order to get a higher grade it like they really appreciate they just they really appreciate people with new opinions and a, a exactly. proper understanding of the subject matter yeah and so i i think from in comparison to the leaving cert the the whole like regurgitating and people laying out exactly what you need to do and giving you exactly um all the steps to getting this perfect perfect score that you don't get that in college yeah you, you get your good grades from analyzing things critiquing them and understanding what you're writing about yeah I think especially a lot of people in first year just really it takes them a while to like wrap their head around because it, it's a new way of learning that you've never it really is been taught before because like exactly that you don't and I suppose it's not so much about being taught it's just about being left alone yeah because you have to learn for yourself yeah. you have that responsibility that you have to take upon yourself nobody's telling you you need to go to lectures nobody's telling you that you need to you know do what you know you're assigned yeah you know you have all that responsibility on yourself and it's about you doing it for yourself not for other people because obviously in the leaving cert your pressure is um mostly to do with giving other people the results that they want because i find it really hard i found that a lot of people during our leaving cert found it really hard to want to do the leaving cert for themselves mm, yeah because you have you know all your teachers telling you to do well you have the pressure of your parents you have the pressure of the cao you're kind of not focusing on you yourself and how well you want to do no like that's a big thing like in college like of course you want like the grades to represent your work but you're also like learning how like learning stuff for you like you're learning stuff so that you can go out into the professional world yeah and have that information behind you like like in leaving cert you're not learning to learn you're learning to get a grade exactly like that's a big thing like even in this situation now like my college course like my college has passed uh has put in place like a a pass fail uh policy like so basically in order just to like deal with the situation and unless like your grades are like being counted towards your final like unless you're in like final year you know they're going with like you either when you get your results you'll either get like a pass or a referral rather than a fail really but and when that came out I was a bit like oh god that's so annoying because I put in so much work already but then I kind of had to like sit back and be like but the work I've put in already I've put in so that I have a portfolio of work that I can take with me out into the world. Yeah. Like these are, too. yeah, like these are skills I'm learning. Like, so that I know how to do things, you know, not exactly, so that I yeah. can get like, like, because my grade at the end of first year doesn't mean a thing. It doesn't go towards like my final uh, degree classification yeah. or anything it Neither just mine, yeah. it just is 
this is how you're doing kind of thing. Yeah. And like, you know, so it, that's the difference basically, you know, is like, exactly. You're learning for you. Yeah. And that's the great thing about, about college because then you don't, I mean, it, it's kind of people's downfall as well because they don't have that pressure. They don't think they need to do much. And then they, they stress so much when the time comes that they realize that they need to do things. Yeah. Um, but that's something you learn in first year. That's why most courses first year doesn't really count. Yeah. Because you're, you have to learn how to do that for yourself. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Basically. Um, so when you came into college, obviously you had had the year in the PLC, but how did yeah. you find making friends? Um, how was it different from school? Well, the big difference really is that in secondary school, you're stuck with the same, what, 100 people for six years. What are you going to do? Like you, every single year, you're with the same exact group of people. You kind of almost have to form like a family with them um and you don't get to I feel like secondary school is very click-based um you know you have people in certain groups and it's very hard to maneuver around that like I I know personally I moved between at least like three or four groups in secondary school I was kind of friends with some people in some groups and you know but I think it's very hard in secondary school to be friends with, to do that actually, yeah. to just be friends with a lot of people because you, it, there's like a, like a little pressure to stay where you're put. Um, yeah, which is so rough because yeah. you don't really, it's very, very click-based. Yeah. But in college, because... I feel like loads of people are doing different modules. There's different people in different, you know, um, classes. You end up being friends with a lot of people and almost, especially in my course, I think everyone's almost friends. It's like uh, you can sit next to one person one day and sit next to the other and it's not an issue. Yeah. Um, How many are in your course, actually? There's about 120. So it's big, but it's not like... It's not massive. Yeah. It's not like an arts course where there's like yeah. what, 600 people. And you see you see one person one day and then you never see them again. That's what I've heard exactly. in arts courses that they just it, like. It's true. Yeah, yeah. I've heard the same. Um, but yeah, you kind of, because you get to know people in so many different areas and, and you end up having friends almost everywhere. And it's very easy, especially in first year. I feel like in second year, it's harder to sort of make friends in your course because I know one of my friends, she went into second year after first year, not really getting to know anyone. And it was kind of harder for her. Yeah. Um, but in first year, because everyone's new and everyone's just trying to make friends anyway, or trying to, you know, get used to stuff. It's really easy to make friends. Anyway, um, you are in UCC, obviously. Uh, so even though you're, you are from Cork, you're living, like you're from, the county of Cork, your hometown, Clonakilty, is uh, a bit away from the city. It's a bit away. You know, Uh, Cork County being, like, the largest county there is, people don't quite realise that, like, you could live, like, two hours away from the city. 
<laughs> and still be within Cork, <laughs> probably more than two hours, like go so far west. Um, you, you, oh, yeah. But uh, so you moved up last year. Um, how did you find the whole like moving away from home thing? Like, how did it affect your like college experience and stuff? Like both last year and this year. Okay, so for me, I I don't I'm not a person that gets homesick at all because I'm so used to moving around. I'm always used to like being away from home or cuz I'm originally from Estonia, so I in my childhood in like my early second like in my early teenage years we used to go um and spend the whole summers in Estonia, so 2-3 months away from home and um while being with family of course but um and I I like traveling a lot and stuff like that so I'm not I'm not a homesick person I don't I don't get homesick um so living away from home wasn't hard for me in that respect at all you went home a lot in first year though didn't you because you were working I did I had a I had a job in a nightclub during the weekends so I went home um which was nice because then I got to see (laughs) <laughs> my boyfriend too who is in Limerick but because um, we worked in the same place but um, it wasn't hard to, to be away from home uh, for me I know for a lot of people it's very difficult because they miss home and they miss the comfort um, but it's very hard trying to feed yourself and make sure that you're eating healthy the amount of times I've had to look in my fridge and see no greens. <laughs> <laughs> you had a, what was it, like your like ramen counter last year as well? Last, oh, ramen has a six before six. Not anymore. Um, not anymore. Now oh. it's an eight before eight, which is quite disrespectful to my <laughs> small budget. But uh, last year... Ramen had the six before six. And um, I think I bought ramen at least like, what? Once a week? 50 times <laughs> in the whole entire uh, year. Like a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, because I couldn't, I just didn't cook for myself. I was, I was so bad in that respect. Um, and the only reason I started cooking for myself this year is because I am a vegan now. So I, <laughs> I kind of have to, yeah. to get like my nutrition and stuff. Um, mm, absolutely. Yeah. I, I had to learn how to cook for myself and, and <laughs> you know, get my greens and eat some fruit because you don't like when I go grocery shopping, I remember in first year, I didn't, I think I thought like pasta pesto. Yeah. Grand. Didn't think about fruit. Didn't think about vegetables. I remember going home and seeing the fruit bowl and being like, oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't have any no that's like yeah that's the greatest thing about being home is just like these bowls of fruit just like appearing on the table like raspberries and grapes and stuff like like I get like apples and bananas in college but like berries are expensive (laughs) berries are expensive man they're like a luxury sometimes I go into the shop and I'm like today is gonna be my luxury week (laughs) I get like a punnet of like strawberries or something <laughs> the oh. college budget yeah definitely <laughs> luxuries like <laughs> um so what did you find like most difficult with your co- college course in first year like I, we're pretty much at the end now like obviously it's been a bit of a weird second semester 
Um, but like, what what was like the most like difficult element of first year? I think, well, <laughs> it's not really college related because I, I, I mean, last year I got to learn how to motivate myself, and that was really hard last year mm-hmm. to you know motivate yourself to do things but um this year I've been doing really well with college I you know friend wise everyone's great I I don't really have difficulties there um but what was really hard is I'm in a long distance relationship (laughs) just like you honey (laughs) (laughs) um and that was that's really hard yeah because obviously last year you and Scott like got to see each other basically every weekend Um, whereas now neither of you are working is the nightclub even still open no nightclub's shut down thank god Uh, (laughs) so obviously neither of you are working there (laughs) no we weren't working this year um and while he's in limerick which is only like an hour and a half drive away from from cork city there's because of college we there's been times where we don't see each other for a month or two yeah oh and it's it's shit yeah it's, it's not really nice and it's just kind of difficult i mean look especially with like knowing our love languages like for me one of my love languages is like touch yeah <laughs> oh, no. and so being away from somebody you love for that long without having any like physical touch or anything is is extremely difficult yeah um yeah that's, that's been the hardest part i think yeah no i mean Olin and I have been quite good this year. Like we've seen each other every two yeah. weeks. So it's been yeah. like manageable defo. But now like at this point, we haven't seen each other because of this whole coronavirus. I haven't seen him yeah. for a month. Won't see him for another month. Oh, same here. And I'm just yeah. like, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's rough. how do you like, oh, I actually, I couldn't do yeah. this regularly. Oh, like, <laughs> I'm so glad this is like a one off kind of situation. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you do that. Like, regularly enough i mean i think for us like uh one of our top love languages like his is acts of service um and words of affirmation and mine's also words of affirmation um and physical touch so we at least have the words of affirmation we love like what makes it easier for us i think and this is like should apply for almost everyone in long distance relationship if you want to to feel loved if you're the kind of person that's like or insecure in a relationship because I remember at the start I really was because obviously it's long distance and I I don't know I I was kind of insecure in myself um and so naturally every night before we went to bed we'd you know tell each other how much we appreciate and love each other um and not just not as like you have to do this but it came naturally so when we were saying good night we also you know affirmed each other because with his busy course and my busy like social life it's really hard to keep up and and especially through college with college work it's hard to make time for each other because i i remember last in first semester i didn't even get to see him for my birthday because um deadlines were for him were around the exact same time for projects so that weekend was a really big weekend 
And so I didn't see him for two months at that point. I didn't get to see him for another month after my birthday. And it was kind of rough. So FaceTimes, calling, yeah. and just affirming each other. Just, just making sure that both of you know that the whole thing is worth it and, and how much you love each other is really yeah. important. Uh, yeah, I think definitely like if you're not seeing each other for those like real long like periods of time, that that c- communication just in general. Yeah. I mean, in all That's relationships, but like especially in long distance relationships. In long distance relationship, you cannot be bad at communicating. Yeah. Don't you dare hold back on anything, honey. <laughs> like that is bad because there's there's no point. You're not going to see that person for a long time. Um you have to be honest about how you're feeling, about how things are affecting you. Like, yeah, that's the best way to build a long distance relationship is, is trust and honesty. Yeah, definitely. So you, you can't avoid communication. Mm, no. And I mean, I think the big thing is just like, if you love each other and like, you know, you think you found someone good, like just put the effort in. Like, it may be hard at times, but, like, it'll be worth it. Someday you'll be living in the same city. Someday. Someday (laughs) you'll be able to see each other. I think it's also very important to... um, I feel like a a lot of people in relationships, especially females, and I'll say that because I know a lot of females like this, um, they feel like it is the man's job to to be the one to, you know, compliment and and show Mm. off verbal affection and stuff you need to do that back to your partner they're also a human you know and especially in a situation like that it's hard for them to like it is difficult not being able to see the person that you love yeah um as much as you'd like to yeah um and i think it's important for everyone to remind their significant other of how much love you have for them yeah because it's nice it doesn't take a lot of effort it's just coming from your heart you know yeah um to just to just be like hey i appreciate you or hey i'm proud of you yeah you know yeah like it doesn't like i think a lot of people focus like a lot on like looks and stuff when they're complimenting their partner which is obviously like great and fabulous and you obviously think your partner is hot so tell them that (laughs) you're gonna have to like (laughs) but um i think it's really important to like compliment their character yeah like because that's what like means a lot i think to more more people is like being told like hey you really help help me like feel better about this you really like yeah you make me feel happier you um you make me feel stronger you help me get through yeah. moments like these like telling them like that their support them, is yeah. appreciated yeah for sure for sure especially if you're going through a rough time like for some reason it's almost expected of your partner to be there for you and, and take care of you you know but they they out of the love of their heart they're gonna do that but it's still I feel hard. Like you're gonna have you're gonna have to thank them for that. Yeah. No, like, like definitely. That's their energy as well. And and I think it's a lot of communication as well. You could just be like, listen, I'm feeling awful. 
and what I need from you is is this. Can you give it to me? Do you have the energy to do that? Like, are you able to do that for me? You know? Now, um, <laughs> getting <laughs> deep into the relationship yeah. zone now. Um, I mean, is there anything else you want to touch on there? Any other in, tips in and tricks? Yeah. Tips for long distance relationships. <laughs> I think just appreciate each other. Like, yeah. I think it's really hard with it with college culture being such like um, what getting around kind of yeah. culture to not to not also engage in that because you don't have your person there yeah. to have fun with. Yeah, no, I suppose like in college it is sort of that like for a lot of people that period of experimentation and mm-hmm. like having like fun and that's like great because people need that a lot of yes. people need that um, yes but if Absolutely. you find yourself in a relationship and if you find yourself in a long distance relationship it can be a bit like Ooh. yeah like what <laughs> but yeah. at the same time like though long distance relationships are hard and like if you're at the point in your relationship where like one of you is about to move away one of you is about to go to college in Dublin yeah. and one of you staying in Cork for example like and yeah. you're debating whether it's worth it like if you love them it's worth it it's not it's as hard as you think it's gonna be yeah like because I th- if you love that person yeah like before I moved to Dublin like like I was getting really really upset about the whole situation and like I thought it was gonna be like so hard and I thought it was gonna be like the end of the world as I knew it um but it was actually like it was fine yeah it was actually like it it's so manageable yeah I think number one tip actually apart from anything else uh, apart from all my other number (laughs) one tips is um set a date for when you're gonna see them next god damn it because being in that state of not knowing when they're going to see the next makes it so much harder. Yeah. like So always, yeah, arrange something. Like right now. Arrange the next stage. It's like, it's so hard because it's indefinite. But yeah. like that was something me and Olin set up from ver- like the very beginning was like, yeah, I remember like sticking up my like college calendar that I got in my freshers pack. Um, on my wall in my like room and like putting little stickies like okay this is when I'm coming home this is when you're coming up and just having that calendar there and being able to look at it and be like that's when I'm next seeing him like was definitely helpful so refreshing now I mean I don't know if it really applies to your course but were there any modules on your course that you thought you were like done with after leaving cert that you really never wanted to do again and now are doing again? Uh, no, <laughs> I didn't do economics in the leaving cert, so economics is completely new. So it, like it's all kind of, I suppose, social policy. There's a lot of Irish history in that because um, we're doing irish social policy and the welfare state and that applies to a lot of irish history so there's a lot of history in that but i love history so it doesn't really bother me but not really no all the modules for me are there there wasn't any surprises no that's good no because i think a lot of people especially people coming straight from school don't completely uh 
so- sometimes skim over the modules on their course and then mm. <laughs> like Claire did in first year ends up end up with like chemistry or something what was it I don't know something along those lines I don't know and you just yeah yeah <laughs> how do you find no. economics actually having never done any like business or anything before I am in love with economics really? yeah it's my favorite module a hundred percent um I love it so much I love numbers I'm sorry and also it's quite applied so it's a lot to do with um uh how that applies to society and how like how things are related to each other and why they're related to each other um economically and that's really interesting to me um because I've always loved numbers since I was a kid I just wasn't really good at it in in secondary school I didn't want to try um because I was convinced I was a creative human being uh and not academic at all so I refused to be academic (laughs) um my leaving cert results ended up being amazing but Either way, <laughs> in my head, I was not an academic, so I wasn't I wasn't bound to do great. I didn't really try. Um, so, so like, yeah, you, I even that. though you've not done like business or like or mm-hmm. like you did ordinary maths, didn't you? I did. Yeah. yeah, you haven't found that held you back in any way. Absolutely not. No, stop. I think. Um, you, especially in college because everything starts afresh you learn from step number one yeah with uh your modules depending depending on what uh course you're going into some you have to have a little background knowledge on but with all my modules it was all from from the basics so you didn't have to know anything before you went into it yeah so yeah that's good because like a lot of people sometimes pick courses because they're like oh i i've i've done this subject so i can do this course or they go oh i haven't done this subject so i can't do this course you know yeah no a lot of the time like unless it's like obviously blatantly stated like you need to have a a h5 in maths yeah unless that it blatantly says that yeah yeah be careful about that for sure (laughs) (laughs) Unless it blatantly says you need like a certain grade or so, or a certain like level, don't I say don't take that so much into account because you can learn. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> now, God, oh, we've been talking for a while now. I think, but um, yeah. I've one more question, but I'm not sure how much it relates to you. Um. Okay. It was more, it's about how you found Freshers Week. However, like obviously neither of your Freshers Weeks were uh, atypical because your Freshers Week, Freshers Week and PLCs are just not really a thing. We kind of did our first Freshers Week together. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. we did. We were both in PLCs and we just snuck into all the UCC stuff. Yeah. Fact. Basically. (laughs) And then... Obviously, for your first year in UCC, you have had your friends uh, like Omi and people who were in UCC. So again, not exactly typical. No. (laughs) I mean, Freshers Week is really fun when you're in college uh, because of all the activities and stuff that you can do and going out. And I liked going out and um, 
going out with people in my course and seeing those people but um I'm not really a going out type of person either I don't really like to go clubbing um you know I feel like there's such a sexual energy in clubs and um when you're with a group of friends that are single you're gonna end up dancing by yourself on the dance floor so and I'm out to dance. Yeah. I'm not out to, to do anything. I just want to dance. Yeah. Now, and um, where I mean, everyone has eyes on everyone else. Yeah. I love house parties. I miss house parties. House parties. Ooh. Like they're just not a thing in Dublin because. Are they not? Well, everyone. Well, I don't know. They're probably more a thing in like UCD and stuff, but everyone in my. Yeah. Like most people in my college are uh, from Dublin. Going out types? No, they're just. They're from Dublin. So, oh. like, they don't have a student house because they still live at home. Ah, uh, so... Yeah. yeah. It's, like, not... What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. It's not so much of a thing. Like, because... Yeah, I only know, like, a few people from, like, drama sock and stuff that are living in, like, student accommodation as well. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's... Not a big thing. Yeah, not a big thing. Trying to get a house at the moment, though. If anyone out there in the world knows of a house going to Dublin <laughs> for four girls, please let me know. I'd be very appreciative. Give it to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that kind of sums up like everything I want to ask you. Is there anything else yeah. you want to like touch on before we wrap this up? I don't think there is. I think we got everything. Yeah, we really did. We, we went quite in depth there for yeah. a minute. So that's all for today. Um, to all ULC students out there who are currently suffering through this pandemic and extended pain and suffering, you'll be okay. You'll get through it. It'll all work out in the end. If you have to take a you'll year out... You'll do great, out, sweetie. Yeah, you'll do great, sweetie. If you have to take a year out before you, like, to get into the course that you want, take that year out. You won't regret it. Hope you all enjoyed this episode and I'll see you next time. My name is Erin O'Leary and this was The College Report. So your exam results plus your coursework equals a solid C plus. You are totally average. Sweet, I got a C.